0: 20, uh, variance 21-00543. The uh, hearing format will be, we'll start off with the presentation from staff and that'll be Mr. Is that Levitt? How to pronounce your last name, Mr. Levitt, is that correct? that is correct thank you okay. got that right yeah <laughs> people have a lot of trouble with mine which is all yes <laughs> it's a little more challenging um after mr levitt's done with his presentation we'll move on to the applicants not required but if the applicants want to add anything at that point they'll have that opportunity then we'll move into public comments and at that point i'll explain uh, to members of the public how they can participate if they want to That's an opportunity for any neighbors any concerned citizens anyone who wants to uh, comment on the proposal that isn't a, a member of the applicant team or staff can have that chance to talk and address this project. Then after that, we'll move on to staff rebuttal. It's a chance for Mr. Levitt to answer any questions that were raised or present any additional rebuttal evidence he finds necessary. And then applicant gets final word and then under Kirkland code. I have eight calendar days to issue a final decision on this, which I believe is appealable to superior court. So now by state law, I'm only allowed to consider evidence that's put into the record today. That way everyone knows exactly what information was considered for the final decision. And Mr. Levitt did send me his staff report along with uh, just a small number of exhibits there. And I think the exhibits were listed. Is that on the last page of the staff report? Mr. Yep. There it is. Yes. Appendices let me share my screen on that so everyone can see it okay so what you should all be seeing at this point is uh let's see what page number is this page nine of the staff report which identifies the appendices to the staff report we've got the vicinity map development plans development standards arborist report the variance request letter and the map of neighboring properties so i'm going to uh propose to uh, admit those documents all as Exhibit 1, the staff report being Exhibit 1 with Appendices 1 through 6 listed there. Uh, at this point, I just want to ask if anyone has any objections to entry to those documents or needs to see them. If you do, go ahead and um, hit your uh, uh, raise hand button at the bottom of your Zoom screen. It's a little yellow marker. If you click on that, I'll know that you have a problem with these documents or have an objection or need to see them. I don't see any raised hands. Um, uh, Ms. Twisford, do you see any raised hands on yours? I'm having a little trouble pushing the the panelist button on mine. I do not. Okay, well then I'll go ahead and admit the staff report as exhibit one along with appendices one through six. So with that, Mr. Levitt, let me swear in, just raise your right hand, You swear firm, tell the truth, nothing but the truth in this proceeding.
1: Yes, I do. Oh, great, go ahead. All right, great, thank you. Um, I'll actually share my screen now. presentation here. Okay, uh, let's see here, there we go. All right, great, thank you very much. Um, so yes, again, we are here for the uh, 11th Street uh, setback variance um, file number VAR21-00543. Um, again, the subject property is located at 11 uh, 9th Street. Um, oops, sorry, just a sec here. Uh, the proposal is a variance to allow the reduction of the Kirkland Way front yard setback from 20 feet to 10 feet. Um, the variance uh, would su- subsequently allow for a construction of a duplex on the site. Um, here is a site plan uh, that the applicant submitted. Uh, I have added the red line there that shows basically where the 20 uh, foot setback would be located. Um, And again, this is the property is located at the corner of Kirkland Way and 9th Street. Um, The way our setback requirements are is they have a a front yard setback required off of Kirkland Way and one off of 9th Street. Um, And so uh, due to those encumbrances, the applicant is is thus requesting a a setback variance from the Kirkland Way uh, front yard setback. Um, The variance request proposal, I'm sorry, the uh, zoning code basically states that um, uh, the mechanisms whereby a provision of the code may be varied on a case by case basis if the application of the provision would result in unusual and unreasonable hardship. Uh, Zoning code section 120.20 establishes three decisional criteria with which a variance request must comply in order to be granted. Uh, the applicant has addressed, as part of the uh, attachment five of the staff report, the criteria, and um, staff also provides an analysis of those criteria. But I'll do a brief overview of our uh, review of the criteria. The first criterion is criterion one: uh, the variance will not be materially detrimental to the property or improvements in the area of the subject of property or the city as part as a or as a whole. Um, The potential impacts of a a setback reduction uh, include the loss of perceived openness along Kirkland Way and potential impacts on neighboring properties. Uh, I have provided a couple of visuals here. Um, The first is the the setback basically from, I'm sorry, the um, properties to the north. Um, is showing the the distance uh, between the proposed setback, I'm sorry, the proposed development and um, the property to the north. Um, The Kirkland Way right away is around 60 feet wide. Um, The nearest building, as noted on the site plan, is approximately 80 feet from the uh, Kirkland Way property line. Uh, to the west of the property uh, is screened by existing vegetation on that property. And the building is set back from the street and will not be impacted by the variance. You can see that fourplex uh, here. Uh, it's set back off the street, and basically the building would kind of be up here. So it's really not. You know, uh, impacting that property um, as far as the uh, the setback reduction is concerned, and also the applicant is proposing some vegetation to be installed um, within uh, the the remaining ten feet area, ten foot area, um, and so this would also help to kind of screen uh, the reduction uh, from uh, the the neighboring properties. Um, as a result, uh, staff has concluded that the granting of the variance along Kirkland Way would not move the structure, I'm sorry, would move the structure closer to neighboring properties to the north, but impacts would be lessened by the required proposed landscaping and right-of-way separations. Uh, properties to the east, west, and south would not be impacted by the proposed setback reduction. And finally, staff has concluded that the proposed variance will not be materially detrimental to properties or improvements in the area of the subject property or in the city in the part as or as a whole. Uh, the second criteria is the variance is necessary because of special circumstances regarding the size, shape, topography or location of the subject property or the location of pre-existing improvements on the subject property that conform to the zoning code in effect when the improvement was constructed. Um, staff has reviewed uh, the, the, the applicant's proposal and concluded that um, th- this, obviously, the first thing is the subject property is constrained by the fact that it's adjacent to two right-of-ways. Um, this uh, obviously results in a 20-foot setback from each of those right-of-ways. And the result is that uh, the amount of buildable area on the subject property um, is around 32.9%, which makes any development of the property property difficult. Um, and we've concluded that a variance is necessary due to special circumstances, uh, due to uh, location and really uh, shape of, of the subject property. Uh, the third variance criteria is the variance would not grant would not constitute a grant of special privilege to the subject property, which is inconsistent with the general rights of this code allows for other properties in the same area and zone as the subject property. Um, so staff has uh, looked at um, obviously the proposal and the applicant is um, requesting variance to allow the construction of the duplex. The duplex will be around uh, 4,200 square feet with each unit around 2,100 square feet. Um, we I looked at units on, on neighboring properties and they range in size from around 864 square feet to 3,400 square feet. Uh, so this obviously uh, kind of falls right in the middle of, of those um, properties. Additionally, um, we have some properties in the market neighborhood that have similar uh, encumbrances on them, and the city has approved setback variances for those uh, triangular shaped lots. Um, the first one was variance 180070 which approved front yard setback reductions ranging from five feet uh, to 20 feet. And also um, uh, zoning 970012, which approves yard setbacks re- reductions ranging from uh, 10.4 to 12.5 feet. Um, so uh, in conclusion, uh, we've, we've concluded that the granting of this area would not constitute as grant a grant of special privilege to the subject property, as the project is similar in size to neighboring projects that have been approved in the same area and zone. Um, the unique configuration of the subject property creates a unusual setback requirements to which these other projects are not subject. Additionally, the city has approved uh, setback variances for similar triangular shaped properties um, in the Market Street neighborhood. Uh, the, the additional criteria uh, that the city needs to look at is um, the process two a permit criteria. Uh, This section states that um, that an application may be approved if it is consistent with all development regulations and to the extent there is no Apple development regulations comprehensive plan and is consistent with the public health, safety, and welfare. Uh, Staff has concluded uh, that the proposal is consistent with development regulations and the comprehensive plan uh, for the Moss Bay neighborhood. And finally, the proposed development will create infill multifamily developments while meeting the goals of, of the comp plan for this neighborhood. Um, so with that, uh, staff is recommending approval of the setback variance with conditions. Uh, conditions are outlined in the staff reports. Uh, the, the condition is uh, basically they, they need to comply with the zoning permits uh, plans the, um, as part of the building permit application. Uh, and with that, so that concludes my presentation.
0: Okay, so uh, Mr. Levitt, does our sure. single-family homes authorized in the RM three point six?
1: Uh yes, yes, they are. Um, yeah, so the the density, you know, obviously allows for for the uh, uh, for the project that they're they're proposing. So. Okay,
0: and and um, so without the variance, they essentially mm-hmm. they could build a four thousand square foot home, couldn't they? I mean, there's a two thousand square foot building envelope there, and you could build a two story one. So. Is that would that be possible
1: it, or not? In theory, it could be. I think the, the biggest thing is just the the triangular shape that would result in, you know, basically, you, you, if you took all the setbacks that, that applied apply to the property, um, you know, yeah, you could you'd have about the, you know, I think it's like thirty something percent left left thirty nine percent. But again, it's it's a triangular shape, so it would make you know make the actual structure very difficult. Um, you know, to accommodate both the structure and, and parking and all that kind
0: of oh, stuff. okay, think, that's a good yeah, point. Yeah. And then in uh, in your staff report, and also in your presentation, you mentioned mm-hmm. that, you know, the variance process is uh, to avoid unusual and unreasonable hardship, mm-hmm. um, but I was out, and that is in the state-mandated state mandated, uh, um, criteria for variance, but I was a little surprised. I don't think I saw that in the Kirkland code. Does that come from the Kirkland code at all? That, that uh, there has to be a hardship to qualify for a variance? It's not in the three criteria so i don't know if it was- no i
1: think it was it's basically as part of that specific code section i think that's the it's not part of the criteria but it's kind of a um, lead into the to that to that criteria oh, yeah, so, yeah, it's so it's kind of a general general statement about um, uh, what a variance you know what the variance process is there for okay okay
0: yeah because like i said I, yeah i think in the in the uh, the state criteria it's actually in the criteria but it's uh oh, okay I, I think you can link it to the um special privileges though you know that that if you don't yep. have the same development rights as someone else that's that's an unreasonable hardship but that kind of goes back to my my first question about you know so they can build something that's uh, almost a four thousand square foot home albeit mm-hmm. in, uh, in the usual shape i mean are they really being unreasonably deprived of property rights of other property owners and they can build a home that, that, that is that large. So that's something I just struggle with a little bit. So when you talk about yeah. the units being in size from 864 to I think it was 3,600 mm-hmm. square feet or something, those are mm-hmm. individual units like some of the townhomes in the, in the fourplexes, that kind of thing. Is that right?
1: Yeah, correct. And, and there's also some, um, there's actually some single family uh, residents that are uh, kind of to the south, uh, I guess, southwest of the property. Uh, there's some su- single-family residents. Oh, okay. Well, there, okay. so there
0: is a mix there. There's some uh, multifamily and some single-family at the same time. And yeah, yes, also, I just exactly. want to ask um, uh, if there are any objections, if I actually look at the two variance uh, decisions that approved uh, variances for these triangular lots that Mr. Levitt mentioned, I think I can probably take judicial notice of it, but just to be safe, I just want to ask if anyone would have a problem if I looked at that. All right. Yeah. If you have any objections, raise your virtual hand. I don't see any. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll take a look at those two. I think just, to, I, I like to look at those just one is uh, kind of, you know, they set a precedent and you try to be consistent. Mm-hmm. And the other, I think, is it, it's pertinent, of course, to, like you said, whether any special privileges are involved or not. So okay. I want to see how close we match those, those circumstances are to this one. So... Okay, yeah, that's all the questions, okay. Next, Mr. Levitt. All, all right, right great. let's move on to um, applicants. Anyone from the applicant team wanna say anything at this point? You don't have to, but now is your opportunity. Anybody there? Okay, final call. That's perfectly fine. I think uh, Mr. Levitt really covered all, you know, everything really well there in his very detailed staff report. Let's move on to public comments. And- uh, I, I think your,
1: Mike, oh. want, I'm sorry. I, I think Mike wanted to say something, <laughs> oh, He's muted though. Let me swear
0: you in, unless are you, are you an attorney or? No, I was just oh. gonna be, I was just gonna say thank you for your consideration on this. I don't really have anything to add. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, Mr. Smith. All right. Um, Taylor, do we have any uh, members of the public that are um, signed up right now? At the moment, we do not have anyone. Okay. And I'll just, just to be safe, I'll say if anyone out there as a member of the public that wants to participate in the hearing, raise your hand at this point um, and let us know and we'll get you in there. And also, Taylor, if uh, someone out there is, uh, you know, due to technical difficulties, they're unable to patch in, is there a phone number they can uh, call to reach you to uh, ask to be patched in? Um, I be- or an email address, either one is fine. <laughs> you type your email address in the, um, the uh, uh, comment section. Um, let's see, so they could call and be patched through if they called 425-587-3600, that would, we could direct them to the correct person at that point. Okay, is that is that somebody at the city or because I was thinking they you know it's um it's, it's someone to contact between now and tomorrow if they were having trouble connecting because I'm going to let them submit written comments mm-hmm. if they had technical problems. Um, I believe those would then be directed to Tony unless I'm wrong. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Yeah, great. they can they can direct any questions to me. Uh, my phone number is 425-587-3253. So okay. They can. Perfect or they can send me an email. I believe my email's on the staff report, but um, it's also t l e a v is in Victor, I-T-T, at gov. Okay, fantastic.
0: Yeah, so, and I'll leave the record open until 5 p.m. tomorrow in case anyone, because of technical reasons, their internet wasn't working, they couldn't figure out how to use the Zoom application, <laughs> that kind of thing, then go ahead and send your uh, comments over to Mr. Levitt, give him a call if you didn't hear the email address and he'll provide that email address. Be sure to identify what your technical reason was for not being able to participate, because that's the reason I'm leaving the record open and then go ahead and make your written comments. If anything does come in, then I'll give the applicant staff a chance to respond to that as well. So um, beyond that, I think uh, unless anyone has anything else they need to say, I think we can adjourn the hearing for today. Any other comments from anybody? Okay. Well, I, yeah, it sounds pretty straightforward. I think, yeah, very likely approval and I should be able to do that within the next week. No problem. It looks like there, there are some fairly unusual circumstances there. I'm going to take a look at those other two decisions to, uh, you know, uh, see how well they fit together with this. Um, Mr. Levitt, are those, you know, are the prior decisions available on the Mm -hmm. website? Do
1: you know it all? Um, I can, uh, what I can do is um, I can send you um, links. I know the, um, the, the variants at 109, or 1009 Market Street. I actually worked on that. Um, I can okay. send you a link to that. That was, uh, that was a recent hearing examiner decision. Um, and then I'll, I'll have to look at the other one and see if we have a, a, a record of it. I mean, the oh, record okay. of the staff report. So,
0: okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Great. Okay. okay. Thanks right. again, everybody. And, uh, we're adjourned for this morning. Have a great day. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you.